back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And this is Talk Radio to Thrive By. One of the first books that I ever put my hands on, and, you know, believe me, I was truly, for, for most of you to know, I was truly late, so to speak, in the game. And the game that I'm talking about is the game where we each learn how to gain insight into a greater spirituality, how we learn about the body-mind connection. One of the first books that was handed to me was a book that I received as a gift. The name of the book, the name of the book is The Celestine Prophecy. It was one of the first books that I had ever put, read, that I was ever able to even entertain the idea of true spiritual growth and meaning. And that book was handed to me quite a while ago. And the author of that book, is someone that has taken the message of spirituality, greater spiritual growth, insights into those spiritual uh, challenges that we might face and openings that each of us gets to entertain, James Redfield. He's joining me here today for a number of different reasons. Um, One is that we're going to be talking about his upcoming book, a global prayer project that he's also working on. And it's an invitation for all of us to reflect on where we've been uh, since the Celestine prophecy, where we are today, and where James, James thinks we're going. And so it is with a fabulous conversation that we are, are about to have today and the opening that there is joy in life that I would love to introduce you to this best-selling author, an amazing individual, James Redfield. James, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to be on with you again. I I have to ask you about the journey. And, you know, it's probably for many people, they've read your book. Our listeners, for sure, have read your book, probably have seen the movie as well. And I wanted to ask you, when you wrote this book, when you sat down and you crafted what you did, did you have a sense of where we would be, for example, right now and where we're going? Well, I certainly had a sense that uh, life and, and, and especially our spiritual unfolding uh, is all about evolution. And uh, collectively, in my view, you know, humanity is evolving. And, uh, you know, it looks pretty bleak out there from one perspective, uh, but from another, you know, we, we still see, I believe, in all the polls show that we're, we're becoming more spiritually conscious, uh, more tuned to spirituality, uh, more, uh, engaged at the spiritual level. Uh, and this, this whole, say, decade of conflict or, that we've seen out there is just one more, um, reaction. Uh, to our spiritual evolution that we're growing through. So, you know, the Celsian prophecy started with nine insights that I felt I could identify, and I think a lot of people identified with them. And that essentially, uh, you know, was this first awakening to synchronicity, that, that life has little miracles, that we can, if we get in touch with them, our lives begin to unfold. Uh, and, and the insights just kept coming. You know, there's four books in the series now. Um, now, there's the Selfing Prophecy, which took us through nine insights. There's the, there was a book, the 10th Insight, uh, the 11th Insight. And the book I'm actually working on is, is 
a book about where we are now, and that is we're at the level of really mastering this spiritual journey that we're on individually and collectively, really understanding it with a new clarity, and and I'm calling that the 12th insight. Uh, So I'm working on that book. Uh, I believe, again, that these insights are already happening out there. My job is to just describe them, and that's what I've done and what I'm doing now with this new book. Uh, The other thing we'll talk about is a a love of mine, and that's our current uh, project, which is something that we're doing, uh, Sally and I are doing, uh, which is the Global Prayer Project. And uh, And we will talk about that because, you know, part of this is uh, apparently, uh, you know, a calling that you've been asked to fulfill. I mean, this is truly, you know, the whole story about the book and, and how the book actually got out to the public and your journey and what you're being asked to do is part of, what I think people are feeling in a new level of consciousness, a new level of being. And I wanted to ask you about the world right now, because when we look at the world on the outside and we look at sort of the breaking down of systems, Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you which insight would you say that most aligns with? Well, I think this whole economic crisis, the whole rebuilding of the world financial system, all that is is congruent with this this new insight that I think is emerging, and it's the twelfth, and uh, you know it's the twelfth coming in, uh, you know, in time for two thousand twelve. You know, it's it's a uh, it, it's I think an amazing thing that's happening, and it's 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 a, it's a challenge because here we are, you know, we've we've been living, especially in the United States, uh, so many of us with a certain amount of abundance. And, uh, uh, and and a certain amount of uh, kind of assumption about uh, the degree of energy that we have at our disposal to use and that, those kinds of things. And now, suddenly, it's all changing. Uh, but I do believe that uh, what's occurring is, is a, a reorganization also in ourselves in terms of relying now not just on the old material assumptions of how you make money and how you get things done. And, uh-huh. How, all those things, but also now we're we're uh, we're beginning to rely on uh, parts of our spiritual consciousness, and, and and I I really believe that's a new ability to be more in, in, uh, intuitive in our decision making, uh, to have uh, you know greater support groups, and other in other words, learning how to relate to each other more spiritually out there, uh, and. And what what it is, I think, is a time, and I think it's going to last about 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's a time to really rebuild our own uh, relationship with money and energy uh, and and to rely and cultivate and, and develop these new abilities of, you know, recognizing synchronicity when it comes and being intuitively led, you know, letting, you know, turning our lives over a little bit to our higher self, our soul knowledge, and that feels like an intuition or hunch to do this or do that. And what it does is it allows us to move through these turbulent times ahead of the turmoil so that, uh, you know, we intuit uh, a decision uh, and we, we, you know, we make that decision and it keeps us ahead of, of the struggles out there. And uh, so it's, a, it's just a, a ground for developing our own spiritual acuity and all that comes with that, you know, and we can talk in depth about that. 
I love what you're talking about. And for those of you just tuning in, uh, James Redfield is my very special guest today. I've shared many times on the show that one of the first books that I picked up and actually was given to me uh, was the Celestine Prophecy. It was given to me at a time in my life where I was actually ready to read it, that I could read it, that I could you know, look at what James was writing about and look at my life in a different way. He's joining us here today uh, uh, because we are talking about the changes that are already upon us. But more importantly, what he's doing, what his next book is going to be about, and how we can get through these times. James, I want to ask you about something. Someone said to me the other day, they said, you know, I listen to your show. I love what you're doing. Very positive, upbeat spin. Um, and, and she said to me, she said, look, the reason we're in the mess we're in is not because of the commercialization of America. It has to do with the, with the reason behind becoming commercialized, that most businesses are in it for the profit and forgot how to care for humanity. And I thought about that a lot, I, and, and I still think about that. And I wanted to get your sense of that because I know that you're looking at this in terms of where we are now, where we're going in 2012. Yeah. I think that uh, she's dead on, I mean, really right uh, on in terms of uh, the feeling she's having about commercialism and about the way we conduct ourselves economically. I think that... Um, you know, if you look at the pull and tug between those who want a more socialistic world and those who want to be free to create and not have so much bureaucratic entanglements, you know, that's a left and right issue. But, you know, if you, if you try to imagine a, a, a more transcendent center uh, that, that gets above all the problems with either of those ideologies, what you find that, that we need and what I believe we're becoming conscious of creating and wanting to create is a more uh, uh, enlightened capitalism, you know, where, you know, just, you know, the, the answers the, the, and it speaks to that feeling that she was talking about, that businesses don't treat, you know, there's not enough consumer protection. There's not enough looking out for your customers. You know, there's not enough uh, making sure that the product that you want to sell is green enough and, and safe enough, and that uh, you know if you have if you're offering medications to the world, uh, you know you have to know they're safe, not just get them in approved. And uh, you know all those things that we get mad at big corporations about, you know that's uh, that's what we're resolving uh, in in ourselves and thus in them. And uh, you know I think that it comes down to. Uh, waiting, you know, if you're going to do business with somebody, and that that's at every level, you know, if you're going to just have a conversation about truth or if you're going to do a business transaction, mm-hmm. it's all about seeking a win-win outcome. Well, and, you know, I love that because this is so important for all of us to get a real, true, honest sense of what that means. James Redfield joining me here today. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking about the Global Prayer Project. I don't know if Sally's going to be joining us, but I certainly am looking forward to hearing about it. And what is the current research on the power of prayer? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. My very special guest today joining us here, 
James Redfield. I want to make sure you have his information. I'll give it out when we come back. We'll be right back. Is the bluebird here to stay? Green at the Go Green Expo, the nation's leading eco-friendly trade shows in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, New York City, and Atlanta. Visit GoGreenExpo.com to see all the details of the latest eco-friendly products and learn from dozens of eco-famous celebrities and authors like Ed Begley Jr., Josh Dorfman, Mariel Hemingway, and Nigel Barker. Learn how to green your business, your home, your kids, and save money on your energy bills. Visit GoGreenExpo.com and learn how to live healthier and help our environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders. The first Go Green Expo will be in Los Angeles January 23rd through 25th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Visit GoGreenExpo.com for details. See you at the Expo. And be sure to sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter to keep up on the latest events, guests, offers, and information. Go to the DrPatShow.com to sign up now. Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef, Curtis Ross, will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I-Center.net. You may not have heard, so listen carefully. Most of mankind's diseases have now been conquered, including asthma, pneumonia, flu, diabetes, AIDS, hepatitis C, the common cold, and dozens of others. The details of this amazing secret have been freely disclosed in Jim Humble's book so that it will never be lost. Written in simple language, the miracle mineral supplement of the 21st century is easy to understand. In Africa and the Americas, over 100,000 cases of malaria and other diseases have been successfully treated with miracle mineral supplement. Many successful clinical trials have been run using the same formula. You can download the first half of the Miracle Mineral book for free by going to MiracleMineral.org. That's MiracleMineral.org. Take back your health today. Go to MiracleMineral.org. Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an Index Universal Life Retirement Plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom. Tom Leota at WeXL Financial, 888-252-308. Or his website, debtfreemca.com. The new mainstream of talk radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. Gone away. Is the bluebird here to stay? Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. My very special guest, James Redfield, joining me here today. Hey, James, thank you so much for taking time and and bringing this message to our listeners. And you and I were talking during the break about 
um, the insights, uh, and I was commenting on the 11 insights that are on your website, and I want to make sure everybody has the, the website. You can check out CelestineVision.com, CelestineVision.com. But I was really struck by where we are right now, and, you know, despite the gloom and doom that we hear in the news and the media, you know, I'm also struck by the fact that this could also be an opportunity um, for for all of us. And I wanted to have your sense of what the 12th insight is and how it relates to the current times. Yeah. Let me uh, back up just a little uh, and, and talk about, uh, 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 just give some examples of these insights as, yes. as they've happened in the recent yes. past. You know, we if you remember back in the uh, late 90s, uh, early um, uh, thousands, uh, you know, you, you saw all this all this sort of excitement and enthusiasm when we were really focusing on the afterlife. You know, we had all these mediums that are coming through where we really were getting all this information about the other side. Uh, we really brought into consciousness the idea that there are so often with recently departed loved ones, you know, they come and 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 visit on on their way out, and this is. This happens across the world, across all cultures, uh, where, you know, you're standing in your bedroom and you see a family member. Maybe you don't even know they've, they've passed. Uh, and it's really, uh, this and other things, uh, really create a lot of excitement. This was the 10th insight. You know, this otherworldly awareness suddenly had all this enthusiasm about angels. Uh, it was the 10th insight. I mean, that was a real insight. It's still going on now. But the peak of it was was uh, uh, in uh, 2000, 2001, you know, when uh, maybe a little later when John uh, uh, Edward uh, got on television, had a national television show, right. a medium. That was the 10th insight. That's something we could perceive. Quickly, we began uh, to move into the 11th insight. And the 11th insight uh, was this sense of prayer power, that prayer works. Uh, that that we you know this whole thing we've always prayed we you know we've always but what is it really we begin to become aware of that question what is it really we became interested in the research um, it and this, what does this power of projection or visualization that we've always called prayer positive thinking all that came to discussion the Celestine Prophecy movie uh, came in in 2004 the secret came in in 2004. That was the kind of peak of the 11th insight. It's still going on, but it was it was uh, a, a kind of peak awareness. Now I think that we're moving into what uh, is, is the, the last, the final insight. Uh, 12 uh, is, is a sacred number. I believe it's the insight of integration. And that means we're spiritualizing all of our lives, our, our relationships, to family, for instance, I think people everywhere can see that there's, you and I were talking about, there's, there's this feeling that it's a kind of feeling of gratitude and, and comfort and of, of being with family this holiday period. Uh, I was out shopping today because my life is such that I, I needed to do some. I've never seen such patience with people out there. Not in the last decade, decade have I seen the patience people seem to be having. Maybe it was the, the stark realization of the Walmart incident uh, uh, a few weeks ago where people, you know, just stampeded, you know, uh -huh. trying to find a buy. But it, 
I think it's peaked now, and, and sort of something has opened up in us where we really want to maximize our and, and, and are finding more meaningful and, and uh, uh, you know, this reconnection with family that's happening this holiday period. And I would think that's very much 12th insight, very much a mastering of, of uh, what's mm. really important in life and all that goes with it. I love what you're talking about because you know what it brings to mind, James? It brings to mind the the opportunity for all of us to reach out to help another person as well. Uh, it also really calls to me that if there are things in the past with our family and friends that have built up a resentment, it's time for forgiveness. It also brings, you know, up the point for me that, I mean, there is a whole, uh, you know, political scene, environmental scene right now that really calls for forgiveness. And how important is a forgiveness in what you see, what you're looking at to move forward? Well, I think it's one of the major uh, integrations that, that's taking place, you know, how do I forgive? Why is it important uh, that I forgive? That's that's the question I think we're we're asking individually. And what is the what does it feel like to forgive? Uh, those are all the questions I think that are twelfth insight questions. And and with that, the answers come intuitively. You know, you, you ask those questions, and and you know, you can go read in a library or online about the forgiveness, but. You all, we also get a new level of information intuitively about how to do it. Uh, you know, remembering it's a love-based experience, uh, remembering that it centers on the now and not the past and elevates our consciousness because of that. And our, we, we can redo uh, the feeling of a relationship with someone uh, and, and restructure it and have a new way of engaging with someone that, leaves off the, all the control dramas of the past. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing that's happened out there. Is it? It's not fully blossomed yet. I don't think it will for a while. You know, I'm I'm still writing a book about it. Be I guess done by the end of the year this year of, of all the elements of this. But I think it's something all people can already perceive in themselves. You know, just uh, you know, just just at the intuitive level already. I think people can just tune in. And realize they're getting more information than ever, than ever before. Mm. And well, I might want to add, you know, we mentioned the global uh, global prayer project, exactly. And that's it's exactly what we met last night about. And that was uh, the you know, what we do is every every other week, people from all around the world, thousands of people, come together both on a bridge line, which means you know, there's, there's direct communication, but also uh, over the web. And what we do is we select a theme of prayer. And it's usually, uh, you know, uh, addressing a crisis somewhere in the world. But last night, what we, what we visualized uh, is that, and, and held and prayed for, is that people everywhere during this holiday period would have a miracle happen somewhere in the, in the in the course of interaction with friends and family that healed something, that broke through a conflict, broke through an old attitude, uh, that that we that we worldwide we use this holiday spirit uh, as as a kind of um, uh, theater for working through and heightened relationships and meaning of family and uh, 
so again, it's something that we all we all you know all that's necessary is is that one believe in the one God of love behind this world and realize that prayer is nothing more than connecting with this source, you know, the God within us, this source, and pulling that energy and allowing that energy to, to become fully conscious, and then to visualize something, you know, visualize this energy going into people, into situations, into our own lives. And, uh, and, and once we do that, you know, it just it's such an energetic experience. It's amazing. So... I'd like to invite anyone who's listening, if you, if you love those experiences, we spend part of the time uh, creating a circle and, and the participants go in. You know, if they're dealing with grief, if anybody on the call is dealing with health issues or maybe they just need a breakthrough of clarity in their life evolution, uh, we make time for that. So it's an energizing thing that, that, that really, really uplifts us but also creates an energy that goes out into the world. Uh, it's the Global Prayer Project, and uh, you can anyone who's interested can uh, can uh, look online. James, thank you so much. Uh, should they go to your website? Yes, that- and they'll they'll see a button there, Global Prayer Project. Wow, James Redfield, everybody, and uh, thank you all for joining us here today. And I want to wish everybody out there the most fulfilled, joyful holiday season ever. And thanks to people like James. We all have this sense that we're part of a one community. Remember to uh, hold yourself in a place of kindness and reach out to someone else that might need a smile. We'll see you right back here on the Dr. Pat Show next time. Have a great, great Christmas.